Parental discretion strongly advised. Children left unattended may develop a taste for real music. With all your smoke and mirrors, who can love, who can love you? I just wanted you to know, there's so much left I want to say. The best of everything STL. I thought we were just a podcast, we're not. This is Beyond FM. More music coming up, but first let's check in with Shudder. He's at Rock and Brews hanging out. What's up, Shudder? Well, it appears he has his mouth full with some of that great made from scratch food from Rock and Brews. Since I'm a foodie, let's see if I can translate. Oh, you're enjoying the island ribs. Crispy individual baby back ribs tossed in sweet and spicy Asian sauce served with island slaw. Ah, and you had the garlic cheese fries. That's a good choice. Oh yeah, those purple raindrops are awesome. They're chocolate-filled French donuts covered in powdered sugar, drizzled with raspberry sauce, served with a side of whipped cream. Not only do they have American classic comfort food with a twist, but they also have the area's largest tap list. So whether you're grabbing a quick bite for lunch, planning a nice family meal, or looking to book your next party, Rockin' Brews is the place to be. Located at 17258 Chesterfield Airport Road, Rockin' Brews is quickly becoming a staple in the STL for rock and roll foodies of all ages. For reservations, call 636-337-3194. You can also check them out on all the socials, or just do a quick search for Rockin' Brews St. Louis. Stop by Rockin' Brews today and tell them Beyond FM sent you. It may be cold out, but now is the time to book your spring projects. The choice is 51 Construction. Need to replace the staircase handrails? Look no further than 51 Construction. Wanting to remodel the master bathroom? Then get a hold of 51 Construction. How about a new deck for the backyard? Do you see where I'm going with this? 51 Construction's motto is quality, value, and communication. They love creative projects and are always willing to help out in solving a difficult situation. With over 30 years of construction experience, 51 Construction is your best choice in any home remodeling project. Whatever you are dreaming, they can bring to life. Find them on Facebook at 51 Construction or give them a call at 314-435-9647. That's 314-435-9647. Contact them now to get a free quote on any home remodeling project. It's 51 Construction, doing it right. There's a place right on the south side that has always been the go-to for all your vapor products and that place is Lime Vapor. But did you know that Lime Vapor is quickly becoming the St. Louis headquarters for everything Kratom and CBD. Green, white or red Kratom all with different options like capsules, crushed leaves and more. Their CBD selection is second to none from a large variety of edibles, extracts and more. Plus, Lime Vapor has all the accessories you need and they are still your one-stop shop for everything you need for vaping. Give them a call at 314-638-7170. They are open Monday through Friday 10 to 8, Saturday 10 to 6, and Sunday 10 to 4. Lime Vapor, 766 Lime Ferry Road, just north of Hoffmeister. 
The best of everything STL. Your commercials, they suck ass. Beyond FM. Do you have a big event coming up and no place to host? Well, look no further than Lake St. Louis Banquet Center. Off Veterans Memorial Parkway, they can accommodate any event you are planning on putting on. With seating up to 450 people, they have everything available to help make any occasion very special. They offer different packages that range from build your own to letting them do all the heavy work that includes food, drink, cake, and DJ services. Now, local bands, they are open for gigs as well, and no matter what your event is, mention Beyond FM and you can get up to $100 off. Give them a call at 314-651-6550 or visit their website at LakeStLouisBanquetCenter.com. It's Lake St. Louis Banquet Center, helping you with the little details. Are they ready? Go yeah, first, I go second, right Kenny first. third, right? Hi, I'm first, second, third? Or... It's been recording every Okay. Take one. Action. This is Rob. This is Kenny. This is Hunter. <laughs> Take two. This is Rob. This is Kenny. This is Hunter. God damn it. <laughs> I'm Rob. This is Kenny. This is Hunter from It Comes in Waves. It Comes in Waves. It Comes in Waves. You're listening to Beyond FM. Beyond FM. Beyond FM. This is Hunter from It Comes in Waves. Hunter. <laughs> hey, I even sexed it up a little bit. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. Beyond Radio Beyond Now, here comes the music
best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM. Good evening. Once again, another Monday night live from Gaslight. Thank you for joining us. Our guest tonight, Brooke Royal, of course. And uh, in the studio tonight, we have Patrick Booth. Yo! And possibly an upgrade, because DJ BJ is not here tonight, we have Jen Nichols. Hey. We have to for- so we normally have to force her to talk on Thursdays. So we'll This is a big step. Yeah. I'm like offering. And the fact that we brought in Jen and not Jeff says everything you need to know about Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even paying attention. He's like, man, I want to be on every show this week. <laughs> he's not even paying attention. That's uh, all right. He's, he's talking. He's, he's, he's doing biz while, while we're on the air. He, 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 that's what he does. Shout out to ten, Talking Dollars of Ten Cents on Thursdays. Whoop, yep. whoop. Yep. We got the Broken Kingdom this week. There you go. See, we I was, had I, so I was much, just going to ask that. Yeah, we had so much fun with them here, so we invited them to our show to just keep it going. Nice. nice. Hey, I want to mention something. You might want to write this down. I did show prep tonight. Oh, boy. I know that's rare. Very rare. So my next note, it says, tease an cu- upcoming artist. So tonight, we're going to hear music from Fragile Porcelain Mice. We're going to hear music, new music from New Lingo. We also will hear from Outrun the Fall. And we may hear a couple songs from Brooke Royal. I hope so, because they're fucking here. Yeah, sure. but <laughs> you're dealing with somebody who just is stupid sometimes. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. And, so I'm, and, I, and I mean to do this every week, and I, and I forget, because I'm old. I'm a little retarded a little bit. Watch the R word. I know, but, but still. It's from it, uh, it's calling me it, so it's okay, I think. Eh. Maybe. All right, I'm a little. Um, let's slow. see, PC. I'm a little slow. <laughs> don't I don't get enough sleep. I'm very old. I'm a grandparent. Okay, I'm not going to shame grandparents either. I'm You're just digging yourself into a bigger hole at this point. Nobody's ever going to listen to me. Anyway, I mean to thank the sponsors every week, and I forget to, and that's what I should be doing mm-hmm. right off the bat. So. You should listen to our show. We thank the sponsors. Yeah. yeah I'm, you see, take, but you your, show is, from... your show is on too late in the evening for me. I go to bed. <laughs> Wait, you actually sleep? Well, it's like the, it's my nap time. Uh, yeah. Specifically. Series, Thursdays takes, at 8 p.m. One of the guys that works overnight time. over at the station for, over at Intercom, uh, his name's Stell. Shout out to Stell. He's awesome. I don't know if he's listening in, but he, if he is, shout out to Stell. He said that when he writes his autobiography... It's going to be called a series of naps. That could be yours too. It could, <laughs> because I only I sleep like three to four hours at a time, but I do that like maybe three times a day. Yeah, if that makes sense, because I got things to do and people are contacting me and everything else. So you're busy, it busy is what man. It is. And I just and it's uh, and I'm one of those people that have to, it has to be completely dark for me to really get good sleep. So. I get home from work at 7 a.m. And cold? Do you nap. like it cold? Yeah, I usually have the fan on like all year. Dark and cold like your soul. Yeah, <laughs> like a grave. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, thank our sponsors. Uh, first of all, Rock and Brew St. Louis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, 51 Construction. Thank you, Brian Chapel, for all your support. Um, Lake St. Louis Banquet Center. Lee May Vapor. Red Flag, Throttle America, Kittens of the Culture Social Club, 
and Gaslight, of course. Of course, Gaslight. Of course. JB was just here a little while ago. Yes, he was. Thank you, sponsors. We couldn't do it without you. True that. Um, for those of you who don't know, we do have something called Beyond FM 24-7. It is a 24-hour internet radio station. Um, it's not just some dude who threw a bunch of songs on the internet and said these guys are from St. Louis. It's actually programmed and imaged and it sounds kind of pretty and stuff so you should check it out um if you don't know how to check it out just go to our facebook page and it's all over it i promise you also you can go to beyondfm.net it's right there as soon as it pops up there's a little player you can hit play and you're listening to it right there i made it real easy um also um i'm sitting here all day because they told me Beginning of the week this morning, which is, this is the beginning of the week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so Monday. It's Monday. They said, this morning, he said, the app will be done at the beginning of the week. Week. Hmm. So, okay. So, hopefully by Wednesday, <laughs> we officially have a Beyond FM 24-7 app. No third-party bullshit. It's coming straight from us. I actually had to fill out the paperwork to become an app developer. So it's just going to be banned. You're doing everything, man. Yeah, it's 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 a learning process for the past year. I, I I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Besides me, and I knew how to put a radio station together. I mean, I had and commercials and stuff. But since then, I've learned how to build a website, which I had never done. Um, I obviously, I guess, I have a raw talent for photography, even though I don't do it as much as some of my professionals do but they say i'm pretty damn good so i never done that and now i'm an app developer even though i'm really not developing the actual code but i am setting up all the perimeters you know all the stuff they put in there so you getting texts over there buddy no i'm getting espn and stuff oh oh okay coronavirus updates yeah apparently ufc and bellator is moving ahead with their planned events even with the uh coronavirus outbreak of course they are. Yeah, and what's interesting today too is that all Dana the GMs White wouldn't want to lose any of that money. No, you're right about that. What's interesting too is the GMs all announced from like the NHL, MLB, NFL that it's going to be no like media is not going to be allowed in house in the locker rooms anymore. Like they're going to be doing podium interviews. Ireland shut it. down. They shut down everything. St. Patrick's Day, all the parades. Ireland shut down. Nice. And now we actually have a coronavirus patient in the St. Louis area who is dumb enough. Did you hear about this? Yes. Did you hear about this, Tom? Yeah. Dumb enough to literally go to a father-daughter father daughter dance. Yeah. Your kid's sick. Are you fucking kidding me? And they me? knew that their daughter was already going through the testing and he still went. Such silliness. Like common, shame. Like, it's a my, shame. One of my favorite phrases of all time. Common sense isn't very common anymore. No. Nude. And that was fucking plain evident of that. I can't believe that they would actually do that. Shit, that just baffles me. And that's the one and only time we're going to talk about the coronavirus tonight. Wash yeah. your hands. <laughs> Seriously, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Um, what was the one I shared last week of the, of the My Chemical Romance meme? It says, for all the millennials that want to know about washing your hands to avoid the coronavirus outbreak, start on Black Parade uh, from when he says, when I was a young boy, to finish with, like, the finished, uh, the black, like, the first, like, lyric, 
or the first like uh, syllabus of it, like that whole twenty seconds, and he barely says ten words. That's how long you're supposed to wash your hands for. Interesting. Makes sense. I did see it a was post supposed to be funny. with a bunch of. Um... It was supposed to be. <laughs> it was supposed to be funny. <laughs> now it's funny. Now, now we now we get to laugh at you. I don't know my Chemical Romance, so neither. I'm too old for that. Wasn't my thing. I mean, but I do know Butthole Surfers lyrics. Here, here <laughs> Me this too. one. Here's this one. Here's this Brian. one. This is what I shared from earlier today. <laughs> Everyone relax. Yes, the coronavirus is now in St. Louis, but your odds of getting shot in St. Louis are still much higher. That's true. That's so true. And it really all depends on what neighborhood you're in. I mean, yeah. I don't think it matters anything, these days. Well, 60, like I live in St. Charles, in, and people are getting shot all the time. You're like 64 above that, like above 64 in St. Louis. Yeah, it's pretty big possibility. Come on down to Arnold. They only shoot people maybe once every two or three months. That's not bad. That's their meth deal. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. not bringing up the butthole surface thing. Damn it. <laughs> Somehow I knew that was going to come uh, in tonight. Uh, yep. And, of course, uh, uh, Battlehawks lost. Can't win them all. No, but the apparently the dome is, the battle dome, now that they're calling it, is nearly sold out for the 21st, which they are bringing in the top seats. And it's still selling out? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Smart. Somebody said Fuck on Fuck all the haters. That, yeah. Somebody said on Twitter, though, that because of St. Louis, we are alone, are literally keeping the XFL afloat right now. Because we have the most, like... That's a little it's a, it's presumptuous. A, it's yeah. only, what, four weeks into it? Yeah. I mean, really? Well, five weeks now. Five weeks. three and two. But, but it's not it's, like... It's literally... Them, but because our fan base is so rabid, and the fact that we have like the most attendance average or the most attendance so far, by almost like the ne- next closest team is like almost like ten thousand under us. We're at like fifty-seven thousand already. Forty thousand ain't shabby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think do- they'll be all right. Yeah, I think they'll be around for another season. Oh. I'll go. I don't make it to the twenty-first. I need to go at least one game this year. That's for sure. I'm not a huge football fan. Like I. It's a really boring game to me, and I don't know all the rules. But with this XFL stuff, like I've really been watching it more, and then the games go faster, and it definitely has my interest more. Like yeah, I, think, I, I think I'm a, I'm a noob, but I think I'm a Battlehawks fan. <laughs> you gotta say the phrase to go with it. Caca. There you go. Sources. <laughs> that was pretty weak. I'll practice. <laughs> you gotta work on that shit. If anybody in a control room is listening, of course it might not even be up to them. Sources say that the volume. It's too low overall. I don't know what that means. He's probably not even listening. Jeff, you're not even fucking no, he's looking, paying he's attention. Looking at, he's looking at me. Someone said our voices are too low. Do I just need to talk louder or do you need to fix something in there? Where's Rick? <laughs> Rick! <laughs> God damn. So, I don't know where Rick is. So I'm sorry. He's probably so, you're, pooping you're or cleaning his mustache. Exactly. One of the two. You're such a great. That's all right. Engineer. We'll 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 take a break and then we'll we'll come back. How about that? And see if we can take a break. Adjust ourselves. I got stuff I want to mention. So yeah. Beyond well, we're. Oh, I guess we're taking a break. That's all right. What is talk over fucking shit? This is this is new retro champ here, and I'll fix it in post. This is called Lord Have Mercy, and I'm a, can I hit the post on this? No. Here we go. Beyond FM. One day I want to ride in my city with the top down. Yeah. All my arm is a PYT. Telling me chip, I need TLC. And my GD Weedies, I'm a queen. Be the best by any means, even 
change And in this life I won't lose They say I think high on myself Your confidence hold altitude But you shocked you ain't heard the news Not selling my soul for hoes and views I put my passion in everything I write I will not be played the fool This is the day of reckoning It's me and mine that I'm protecting No weapon formed against me Shall prosper, not affected I finally got a peace of mind God giving me all these signs It'll come clear in due time That the check is really one of a kind of everything STL. All day, all night. We're coming at you 24 7, 365 days a year. Beyond FM. Small town, small mind, small town, small mind, small town, small mind, small town, small mind, small town.
It is the best of everything SDL. It's Beyond FM, live from Gaslight. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Of course, that was Fragile Porcelain Mice with Pretend Chicago. And uh, they're doing the grand opening for Red Flag on March 28th, along with Ashes and Iron, Bastard, and Blight Future. And it's an all-ages show. Doors at 7, show at 8, 10 bucks get you in. And so uh, make plans for that. Um, good old, uh, and tonight, our guest, Brooke Royal. We will be talking to them on the next segment. Um, but pa- Patrick's got something tonight. Yeah, I figured, uh, well, this was, I was going to bring this up this past Thursday for talking dollars with 10 cents, but apparently, what did, I, what did Jeff come up with the idea that I had, or that I had going on? I was uh, alpaca oh, yeah. hurting or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. You were... Um, uh, trimming alpacas yes. and you had like a beauty salon for alpacas yeah that's thanks jeff yeah fucking bald bastard no comment <laughs> okay so i was gonna bring this up this past thursday and i wanted to get your guys opinion you guys know all about like the mystique around like front men sometimes that used to keep got used to like try to be the hard asses like danzig right Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they try to portray themselves as like the worst people possible. And so they wouldn't have anybody come near them. There is a guy that wrestles for AEW that has caused a lot of stir over the last like couple days because he was at an autograph signing and he's supposed to be an asshole. His name is Maxwell Jacob Freeman. It goes by MJF. He's an, he's like a legit prick, like outside of the outside of the ring and just pisses everybody off on a weekly basis. There was a kid that came up. Kid wasn't older than seven years old. Just walks up and does for this autograph signing, and then gets a picture with him. And while he's while the picture is being taken, MJF flips this kid off. He's like seven years old, and people are pissed off about that. I've been flipping my kids off since they were like <laughs> right out of the womb. So I don't know. But a complete stranger, on the other hand, might be a little different. Especially because probably a little kid probably looked up to him a little bit if he was there. Yeah, but in the same sense, like, if you know how that guy is and yeah. you bring your kid to that, like, you shouldn't expect anything less. And then he was quoted in an interview afterwards because TMZ and like a lot of other like news sites have after like came up for came up to him and asked him and like reached out to him. He just said, quote, fuck them kids. Oh, <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck, fuck them. Is that taking it too far, though? Probably. Just a little bit. It's a little, little much. There's a little I mean, much. The kids much. are pretty innocent, especially at seven. It would have been better if the kid flipped him off. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, like a couple of days later, another kid at like he was actually on an independent show. Another kid actually got out, like got near the ring, and actually did flip him off. So fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them wrestlers. <laughs> Which, by the way, AEW is going to be here in a couple of weeks. I don't know if you knew about that. Is that what does it stand for? Ameri- All Elite Wrestling. All Elite. So they're going to be at the Shafitz, I think the 26th. Wait, this AAW? AEW. Is, oh, AEW. Okay. They're going to be at Shafitz, like on, I think, the 26th of April. Oh, I thought you meant like here, like you got them to come in. No. I fucking <laughs> wish. Shit. We had wrestlers on here before. It was a little weird. But yeah, it, was it was a little was crazy. Fun. But hey, they, a couple of them want to come back. Gary, Gary and them want to come back. So. It's got to find time when they're not traveling. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think Jen, you were around for that show. No. It was very, it got very weird at times. 
Jeff was coming around then. A little bit. So maybe Jeff was here, here for and there. Maybe it was. possibility. Jen, you got anything? I want to give a shout out to my brother. So, uh, what up, brother? I got a huge family, and I don't really see him much, or we don't talk much, but I did see him this past weekend, and I told him all about what we're doing, and he is amazed with it, and he's tuning in right now. So, shout out to Tyler and his girlfriend, Karen, because they're awesome and totally listen to a ton of our stuff on Spotify just to get caught up and love nice. what we're doing and think most of it's funny, and that's shout awesome. Shout out to Tyler and Karen. Nice. Thank you for listening. She's Thank not a you. typical Karen either. Actually, I call her. <laughs> I call her. She doesn't have the haircut or anything. No, no, not oh. at all. And she doesn't act like that. Like she doesn't want to talk to your fucking manager. Um, I call her K Rock. <laughs> I nicknamed her K Rock. So She's one of the I very few Karens that. that isn't. Yeah. A Karen. Yeah. Maybe there were the reasons why our numbers went up this week. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. You said that did, to everybody. Yeah, because I did. I, I want to point out that I think in a in a day span i think we had the most listens that on one day that we've had since we moved to gaslight like a couple days ago so thank you that was just for that was for the archives so thank you for all those that are listening thanks for listening yeah t-bone what do you got this week well this week i want to i'm not going to mention any names because that's just me i'm a nice guy but are you are you really though but and so I mean, genuinely, I'm a nice guy. I think, and I'm pretty sincere about all this shit that I'm putting out there. Um, but there's been a a few instances where people are going on social media and just talking shit or whatever, and it's fine. But I want you to kind of, and I catch myself doing it too. Sometimes I'll go off the deep end and I'll, I'll say some stupid shit or get a little personal and whatever. And I don't necessarily get personal towards other people. Besides at the beginning, because Kevin Outershell's a douche anyway, and I'll just I, and I will name that name. <laughs> Damn. I mean, anybody's going to threaten to to have my beat up and shit because I'm putting on a fucking show as a joke, but that's a Did whole I different miss something story. here? Oh, I was at the beginning, dude. You you knew all about that. He was threatened to if I showed up at the. I mean, not that I want to get into this topic, but oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah at the yeah, beginning, yeah. at the again. very beginning, yeah, when I, he was like. You show up at the studio, man. You're gonna get. You're gonna come out bloody and all kinds of shit. And I have like, whatever, man. So, I I haven't want to be a tough guy. I haven't been bloodied yet, and if I do, it's not gonna be any worse than I've ever been bloodied before. So, man, that guy's so <sighs> frail. I, I know. But anyway, well, I'm sincerely. I sincerely am working on collaborations with people and working with people and. I am genuinely wanting the scene to be better. And the reason why it's been shit and people still complain about it is because they just, it's not good enough. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's, I don't even care if it was the point by itself playing a local artist every hour, it still wouldn't be good enough. I feel like everyone has to work together. So then when somebody goes on social media who I have been trying to collaborate with and other people have too and just becomes a total mess, it doesn't necessarily just affect them. It affects all of us. Whether or not you care or not, it's a different story and it it's, it is what it is. But now 
I can't work with you because you've been a douche. I feel like no matter what you do at times, it's not going to be good enough for like some people. And no. that's the city and that's the shitty side of this. That's the shitty side because I feel like you can't please everybody and when you do, all it does is just leave out somebody else, I guess. I don't know. Here's where I stand with this because I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. And it hurts because we stood by this person and collaborated and did a lot with this person and supported this person, even though we knew sometimes it was a little over the top of things that was going on. With, but he always stayed on the right side of the street with us, and we were cool with that. And then all of a sudden, the tables turned, and we're the worst people ever. And, like, literally the only person in the scene that we've heard these words from. So well, either people are saying really... people in the fucking room sitting there praising us, and then there's that one person that just decides to be a fucking jack-off. Yeah, so I'm usually well. Now the count's at- up to ten, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you count some of the other people that hate us too from uh, a, certain other places, okay. I mean, because you know we're You're just not, a podcast, according to them. Yeah, we're that's not going well, to please everyone, but I feel like, and granted, yes, you can project yourself on social media or other places in ways to make you look like um, you're a little edgier or controversial or whatever. I mean, I do that at times too. I'll say outlandish shit just to get a response and it's, but it, some of that is just fun. I don't do it necessarily to straight out hurt someone or anything yeah, like that. I don't that. feel like yours are directed towards okay. anyone. Yeah. No, my, you know, I mean, everyone knows my love for cover bands, but I have a lot of friends that are in cover bands. Oh, so boy. I don't necessarily, I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying it to stir the, stir the pot. I'm just night. saying that I, it's not even necessarily I have a problem with cover bands. I have a problem with all the people that go see cover bands, but don't go see originals. If they did both, then I love you. Support it all. But if you're just going because you're a soccer mom and you want to, you know, that's all you do, then I have a problem with it. Just saying. And I know a lot of them. Yeah. I know a lot of soccer moms that just go keep, see cover bands, and I'm I'm sorry, but you suck. <laughs> Thank you, kids, for not making me a soccer mom. I appreciate that. I mean, you got the soccer mom van, so. I have a van because I have four kids. <laughs> It's like, there is not a vehicle besides a van or a ginormous SUV to hold all six of us. Yeah. I had a van at one time. I had to trade in a convertible Mustang to get a minivan. It was horrible. Oof. <sighs> yeah. That but sucks. That's what happens when you're a daddy and you have sex. <laughs> I don't remember Wait, what that's like. Didn't but you have sex before you were a daddy? No. He's not commenting on that one. I was very... When I was young, I was very pure. Right. Yes. You sell that story to somebody else, man. Yeah. So, quick thing from me. Uh, today is day 30 of phase one of 75. So dirty 30? Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Hard. So, all I got, like, one thing left to do for my fucking uh, list of things I have to do a day, on a daily basis, and I'm done for 30 days. And then it's the actual 75 hard again. So 
So I mean, it really sounds awful. Yeah, it, is, it's it doesn't terrible. sound pleasant. It's terrible. But explain again to the kids what seventy five hard oh. is because they do have dirty minds. Yes, his yegs hurt. Huh? Your yegs hurt, don't they? My yegs. Yeah, just go with it. I'm just gonna go with it. Okay, so after. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jen. Confusing me. Okay, so 75 hard, for those that don't know, is 75 straight days where you have to stick to a strict diet. You have to do 10 pages of reading, two 45-minute workouts a day, drink a gallon of water, uh, no alcohol whatsoever, no cheap meals, and... For, well, 75 hard is just like the normal 75 hard. That's it. But for phase one, you had to do five minutes of a cold shower. You had to do uh, 10 minutes of like edi- like meditation and like f- like positive thinking and stuff like that. So that part's done. And so then, it's more than just diet and exercise. That's a whole train yeah. your mind. Yeah. And it's been a pain in the ass. Sure. Because you forget stuff. And then there was the, I originally started back in like the early part of January, got, but I was sick and then I had to put it off. And then I tried it like a couple weeks in and then Super Bowl happened. <laughs> Didn't get a chance to do a damn thing that day. So. Hot wings happened. <laughs> that and <among> other things <laughs> that day. Shit. But yeah, it's the worst, the hardest part about it is like doing is the water. That's like the, the one of the hardest things. So. Tony, throwing it out there. You could try it. No. I am a pussy. I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) We can convince Jeff to try it. I did um, 30 days of CrossFit one time, and it was intense. And uh, I lost probably a good 60 pounds in those 30 days. Goddamn. Nice. Yeah, it was intense. It's CrossFit. It was super intense. Um, I remember not being able to walk upstairs. But um, I think it was the most, it was a, such a love-hate relationship. Like, I hated every second of it. I mm. hated going. I hated doing it. I hated it, but I continued to go every single day and just did it. And the results at the end made everything worth it. Nice. So at the start of it, I think I was at right around 298. And I'm back down to, like, 285. So my original, like, I'm hoping to get third hit to 250 by my 32nd birthday in July. So I got like what, right around five months. What date is that? July July what? July 5th. Oh, so less than five months to go to lose like another 30 some odd pounds. So yeah, because you know you know you're you're gonna eat some shit on the 4th of July. Try not to. I know you're trying not to. I'm gonna try not to. But if I'm doing 75 hard around, then it might not end up happening. So, but if you eat it on midnight then you're good right mm, I gotta weigh myself mon- uh, next morning <laughs> so I don't eat anything after 10.30 or at, no actually after 8.30 so That's and I'd be point. remiss if I didn't shout out to the guys at S2 and Andy Frisella the owner of Supplement Superstores the guys that actually created this Andy was the one that created 75 hard and the guys over at S2 shout out to John Taylor Alec Champion uh, fuck. There's too many fucking people over there that, like, hook me up with, like, protein powder and stuff like that on a weekly basis, so. 
but yeah, Andy was the one that created this. So awesome. I'm gonna try to, I've been trying to reach out to him to see if we can get him in here for a episode and talk about this kind of stuff. It wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, they are a, a St. Louis business yeah. and talk about how they started, why they started all that good stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, the definitely their ad campaign is shoving it down everyone's throat. I mean, everyone knows who Supplement Superstores is now. I mean, easy peasy. You can't turn sure. on an FM radio station without hearing him at least once a day. Yeah. I do the one DB fastback, so. Does that really taste like birthday cake? Yes, it does. I have birthday cake protein powder for those at home that are wondering what we're talking about. And it tastes just like birthday cake. Hmm. And I use that as meal replacement. So that'll be my dinner for tonight. Hmm. Cake for dinner. Delish. <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah. All right, well, I feel like if I drink that, that it wouldn't taste like birthday cake. I feel like I'll let you try the it. whole like mental process that you're doing along with the 75 hard is training you to think that that tastes like birthday <laughs> cake. <laughs> How about this? How about this? During the break next, I will pour you a little bit of it and you will try it. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good and we'll segue get Jen's, to the we'll, tease. We'll, we'll get Jen's review when we come back. When we come back, we'll have Jen try some birthday cake supplement. Shake stuff. Nutri One Protein Creations birthday cake flavor. Yeah, that makes it more appetizing. And it's all no in the sugars or name. anything in that, obviously. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll take a break. Uh, now we're going to play the latest uh, new release from New Lingo. The song is called Memory Lane, and it's on Beyond FM. Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. I say the future is ours. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Suckers! Wrecking life on the car ride Keep on insisting that you are
Caution strongly advised. People have obviously done pancakes to these songs. Beyond FM. of everything STL. It's Beyond FM. Of course, that was Outrun the Fall. Um, they will be our guest next week. And also, they will be performing at the Season 2 Finals for the Road to Point Fest on March 28th, along with... Blah, 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 blah. How about Six is High? Away from Reason, Amethyst, The Richters, and... <laughs> Reliness. 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 Relish. Relentless. Relentless. And of course, they're brought to you. 
That's brought to you by 1057 The Point and uh, Freddie D. And I believe Budweiser or somebody is involved with that as well. So cool. Make a... Make plans for that. Now, we were, oh, well, first of all, you forgot something last yes, time you wanted uh, to mention that. I forgot to mention that there is also one thing part of 75 Hard. You had to take a progress pick each day and post it as well to like social media. And apparently, shout out to Tristan and Gage over at S2 that are listening. That oh, nice. they, they texted me and said, oh, you're a fucking idiot and you forgot that part. So, so that's why you post all those pictures? Yeah, you're supposed to. Gotcha. So that's pretty supposed neat to show your progress and shit. That kind so of I had shit. a question for you. You said you had to read ten pages a day. Yeah, ten, 10 pages, pages of, of a what? Book. A book? Any book? Uh, or anything their that's book. non? Not that's like you know, like something inspirational. Yeah, something motivational. Like, yeah, something motivational. It can't be anything science fiction or anything like that. So it's okay. got. To, so right now I'm reading Lucky Bastard, the book uh, that Joe Buck's recent book. Before I've written or I've read written, I read uh, what was it? I think the. Blackie Schwab, the uh, St. Louis pitcher from like the 1940s, he was like one of the greatest uh, prison baseball players of all time. It was crazy to say, but still. And then uh, Chris, I'm sure his career went far. Well, he had like one of the greatest ERAs in prison baseball history during like the 40s and 50s. So, yeah, <laughs> which is saying, I guess, is saying something. So, uh, then there's also Chris Jericho's. Uh, most recent book, uh, Noah's a four letter word. How I've failed at spelling but succeeded in life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was gonna say, you got a couple <laughs> knocks to the head. And- <laughs> but before we go any further, and we do have the guys from Brook Royal in the studio, you don't Hola. be, don't be stealing my, my, my segues, man. <laughs> but I poured a little birthday cake protein into a plastic cup and jen is gonna try it whatever you do do not spit on the microphones if you're gonna the throw up if you're gonna so, spit, open if your you cup throw and up, i'm just saying now <laughs> she's got corona if you if you throw up i'm just saying now do not throw up on the guys from brook royal don't throw up on the mic just go go towards tony i'm gonna describe this first it's very thick and creamy and it has yes. that's just with water mixing it and it's not milk so ellen i made it for you you did thank yeah. you and yeah. it has sprinkles in it you guys know it's i con- love it's sprinkles. That's, ma- that's magic we thought you'd it's appreciate star magic it's got a nice so swirl. i'm gonna drink this and i expect to be swole after i get a drink oh, oh. swole you know, i take it like a shot like Do you drink it, yours really fast she's holding her nose here we go And kind of just like cake batter. Yeah, like it's you. that kind of consistency, little little thinner than cake I mean, batter, but I it mean, doesn't it'd be kind of a lie if you named it fucking birthday cake and it didn't taste like that. Well, birthday cake doesn't <laughs> taste like cake batter though. Like it's a different taste. It's more like probably just the cake and not the icing. Yeah, yeah. They should have just called it cake batter. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, but I didn't die. Didn't die or throw up. Hey, not yet. <laughs> not yet. We. All right, thanks she for sharing. If Jeff, Jeff, if she drops dead later, we'll know why. <laughs> or if I punch you because I'm swole. <laughs> punch Jeff, please. Have fun, guys. All right. Now, uh, while is out. Make, make sure you guys get like right here on the mic so that way they can all hear your beautiful voice. And let me introduce them properly instead of sneaking your guy's name in like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'm not afraid. Of, I, I told you this morning. I'm not afraid to hit old man, motherfucker. I know. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm tempting you. Okay. Our guest this evening. Sorry, Shutter. As <laughs> I give him a. And just to backtrack real quick. Okay. Now, Patrick is a huge music fan, mm-hmm. but he's not like super local to know where all bands have done what and this and that. So, no, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. You're here for a reason. I'm here to know this stuff. You're not, right? No? No. You're wrong. Okay, well, then you introduce them. <laughs> no, you're, you already started. Go for it. No, I want to name these all so I can see the looks on your face. Say my name. I'm not... Well, I probably won't... I, I don't say names. But I'm going to give you... As I introduce them, our next guest has opened for the following. And you guys can correct me because I'm getting this from different sources. How about Evanescence, Seether, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, of course, Story of the Year, that's easy peasy, Um, Drowning Pool, Psalm 41, Chevelle, Godsmack, Hailstorm. The law, correct? Everything but Evanescence. Everything. Yes. Like, wow. <laughs> Don't believe, believe everything li- you see on the internet. I, I, I was to in. Today I was that. in Evanescence's side project. That's probably how that oh, ended up there. To do it. Yeah. Anyway, our guest tonight is Brooke Royal. And go ahead and state your name and occupation, please. My name is Jack. I attempt to sing the best I can. Uh, my name is Al, and I uh, play bass. He sings too. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> and it also said on certain areas that uh, you guys previously did some recording stuff with Sully from Godsmack too. Is that correct? Yeah, we, um, I guess it was the last album, uh, Cycles of Life and Sound. We ended up, right before that, we, we had recorded with uh, James Michael from 6 a.m., in Nashville and we we're getting ready to record that and then <clears throat> through management or something Sully wanted to work with the band so we kind of put everything on hold okay let's go write a song got done with that and we're like okay now we can release the album and he said no you're coming with us on tour I'm not gonna say no to that <laughs> so damn so uh we ended up putting the album on hold again uh and then went out and uh you know we had the uh we, before that we had actually recorded it up in Boston with him we like he and I wrote it down here and then tried to record it and he wasn't real happy with the sounds that he was getting there so he wanted to do it in his studio so we flew to Boston got real drunk and uh and recorded that song and then flew back home <laughs> what was it like being on tour with him though uh it's pretty nuts like it's um the guys uh their whole crew is from Boston so like Whenever they talk to you, it sounds like they're going to kick your ass or they're talking shit. So, you know, like, because I had like I had my own dropping their R's or, or uh, my own wireless mic and I'm trying to mess with it. And there their sound guys looking at it. And, and it's like, this thing's like a friggin cracker barrel puzzle. You put it back together and stuff like that. And like they would, you know, they berate me for cupping the mic and they'd be like 50 cent. Quit cupping the mic. It sounds like a fucking kazoo. And, and so, you know what I mean? And they say this like in front of everybody. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was holding the mic like Bob Barker by the end of that tour because I was just didn't want to get reamed. On <laughs> so, but they were super cool. Uh, the Hailstorm guys, we got 
real cool with um the stain guys were super nice like i you know that's probably for myself and von one of our favorite bands and so to you know get to sit with aaron and 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 talk to him and have him say your name on stage you know that's that's pretty cool you know that's definitely uh um a good one i think uh blackstone cherry played one date on that too i think too and they they kicked ass too so but they're one of one of the most solid bands out there so so but it was cool man they were definitely they they uh they took very very good care of us the only thing that was weird is we went from working to going right on tour so we were used to getting up at like six in the morning and they would like yell at us. They're like, "Don't come in here and get breakfast yet. Like, let the crew get their stuff. Like, you guys just don't come in till like 10. Damn. So what are we gonna do? We go back and sit on the bus and watch the Food Fighters documentary for the eight millionth time, and, <laughs> and just wait for 10 o'clock because we were starving, and then <laughs> go in and you know and go eat our breakfast. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit hard transition from it day was, jobs to working. Well, just even having a crew. That was part of it because, mm-hmm. like, the first show we got done and we start pulling our amps off stage and, like, Sully comes back and he's like, you're paying a crew for this because we were using their crew. And and uh, he goes, you get done with your shit and you get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he goes, and you stop saying the name of your band. You got a 40-foot backdrop behind you. They know what it is. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough, man. I appreciate it. You know, you just you coming in with, like, certain knowledge of things like that that, you know, here's where you're doing things. You're saying things too much here, you know. It's just, it was a, a lot of help. Definitely, like, that, that guy championed us about as good, if not better, than any label could have ever done. Because like he kind of going to school with Sully, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, you know. And, of course, you know, he'd, he'd give a shit. We were watching the Blues playoffs at the time, and he comes walking in with yeah. his Bruins shirt, mm-hmm. with his Stanley Cup stuff on, and we're all like, fuck you, man. Like, that's, like, it's like you want to rub it in our faces, because he knew the Blues yeah. had just lost that game. <laughs> but... You know, it, it was fun, man. It, How was it he really after was. Game Seven after we after uh, the Blues won? Um, I haven't talked to him since then on that. Um, <laughs> Wonder if there's a reason I, why. I can't imagine what that reaction would be. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he probably told me to fuck off or something. <laughs> but you know, I did give some of my other buddies in Boston some shit about that, and they're like, "Well, we can't win every year. We can't win every sport every year." And I'm like, "Go to hell!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, that, remember that at that time they did just win the World Series and the Super Bowl. So it would have been three straight championships for them in three major sports, or three of the four major sports. So oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been a crazy time. Well, it used to be the big joke was, thank God for the Bruins, because the Red Sox, the Celtics, and the, and the <laughs> Patriots Pats, were yeah. killing everybody, and the Bruins weren't really doing anything, and, well, they, uh, they showed everybody on that one, didn't they? So it was a good experience, definitely, for yeah. sure. It's a good town, though. So. Never been there. Always wanted to go. <sighs> So, like, the tour was almost like running around, you know, Hell's Kitchen for, you know, a couple months straight with them just giving you shit. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like nonstop, but like, um, I, I did make the mistake one time of wearing a Dr. Feel Good shirt <laughs> and uh, not even thinking how much they don't like those guys. And, uh, and his tech, I had just come walking, you know, I'm walking down the, hallway in the backstage area or whatever and i just hear take that fucking shirt off and i'm like oh my bad and like and i run back to the bus and change real quick i didn't wear it again on that tour <laughs> so but yeah i mean they were they were so cool to us like you couldn't you couldn't have asked for a better situation for just i mean their management and what sully had done to help with the you know, just just to help us get us out there. It was it was really really cool of him to do something like that. So, 
Went very like much above and beyond basically what you absolutely thought. yeah i mean it was we were only supposed to get like 20 minutes and he said no they get 25 nobody else was allowed to use god smacks lights except us for the opening <laughs> to make us look better like and give us a better show and you know i mean it just little things like that to where like there was no limits on the decibels because we're the open band and we're supposed to be a little bit softer and that. yeah. that's a real thing you know and he's like hell no you crank them all the way up and and make them make everybody that's here walk away knowing who they are. And he goes, all you boys got to do is do what I've seen you do. And and he goes, you're you're going to be okay on this tour. And uh, we 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 did make one mistake the first uh, the first date. We came out to a Pantera song, so everybody thought we were much heavier than we were. <laughs> and so then you know and and like we were kind of like you know wearing our stage garb and looking like we're you know. Gap dudes from in a motorcycle gang thing or whatever, you know, they make you look like, you know, with your bandanas and your leather mm-hmm. jackets and shit. And uh, so people thought we were going to be heavy as shit. And then they were like, all in. And then we don't, we're not really that, that heavy. And, <laughs> and so, like, the next day we picked uh, Fight for Your Right to Party by the Beastie Boys and it went over way better because that was a way more <laughs> an accurate thing to get people pumped up because yeah. you were expecting to have just like brutal death. And, you know, here we are. You know, yeah. You don't, sometimes you don't realize that those little things, what, counts you know yeah yeah i mean i i hadn't really until you know you, you saw it and you know we still had a good first show but i think everybody like when you come out to pantera they expect you're going to be yeah. ripping balls and nah, i mean as much as we'd like to think we are we're not yeah. <laughs> so there's <laughs> no question so were you allowed to play bleed blue for any of your sets while on tour of godsmack uh we had talked about it it never came up um, I know management at the time was a little worried about that because, um, knowing how big of hockey fans we were, we like most of the places that we played were secondary markets. So we were playing like, um, like the Syracuse crush arena, um, and battle Creek. Uh, we, um, I'm trying to think of what some of the other ones, Evansville, Indiana, Iceman, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which was badass. We did play at Bridgestone arena, but I didn't want to turn the crowd just because I knew there was there was a lot of label people there to talk to and stuff like that. So it was just like, all right, you know, I don't, I could potentially make this whole crowd Boot give me the, the middle finger, you. <laughs> you know, when I ask them, you know, how how their season went, you know, if they enjoyed playing golf early. But you know, I and and, and I would have, but with that many people there that were there, I was like, all right, I better be kind of on my best behavior and just just come at the crowd as as best I can. And that ended up being. Probably oh, the best show of that whole tour. Fuck that in Bangor, Maine was awesome too. You're so. a better person than me because I would have been out there doing that shit. I mean, sure. I've done it before. I mean, I fucking hate Nashville, so I would have been doing that shit the entire time. I mean, that probably greatest moment of my life was when we played at Scott Trade and I had the whole place say Red Wings suck. That's, I mean, <laughs> to hear, t- I mean, we, we just knew we're like, here's the opportunity we've all waited for. And like, me and Bonner just kind of looking at each other like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make everybody say it. And they thought I was going to say, let's go blues. No, 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 no. We're real fans. We got to say it. I remember there was one game I went to and you guys were playing like in the Bud Light party zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, against, uh, it was against San Jose. It was a yeah. shutout. It was a good game. Yeah, I was we couldn't hear that. anything. I was here for that. Yeah, I was there for that. That was a good, that was a great game. That's when uh, uh, our boy Freeze came to watch us and we look up and the camera's on him the whole time. <laughs> get in the back, man. We're trying to get some exposure. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun though. It was it was a little weird uh, that stage setup because they didn't have the uh, stage locked together. Mm. So on the first song we jump up and hit, and the whole thing shifts, and like that could have been so so awesome. 
but like nobody really wants to go viral for that reason. So it's just <laughs> like, so I think, yeah, I think I remember that. Like you first, like you first saw you, you go for like a, like a jumping air kick and then you didn't really move much. No, cause that. the whole thing shifted on me and I was like, Oh my God, that could have been so bad. I was there with my friends and I'm like, man, he kind of got toned down after that. And they were like, yeah, cause you probably almost like fucking ate it. <laughs> yeah, it did. I mean, so. it shifted the whole stage. They, they didn't expect that. I guess nobody had told them that, we weren't, we're not really a band that stares at their feet when they play. So mm-hmm. it was just like the first one, like, here we go. You know, you're all amped up and yeah. adrenaline and you know, you're on TV and, and all that stuff. So it's like, let's just go as hard as we can and almost ended up killing ourselves up there. on that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a it was, a an interesting experience that because of that, that show is how we got to write bleed blue. It was already written, actually, and we were going to give it away for free <laughs> just because we were getting yelled at by management for uh, always talking about the blues on our Facebook page. And he's like, you guys got to promote your band more than you. All you guys do is talk hockey. I was like, well, so what? Like, it's yeah. hockey band. That's what we, we love. We love this team. It's clearly it's very obvious. I mean, it's, you know, just kind of known. And so we were going to put out that song. And then uh, um, whoever the CEO was at the time had asked, uh, you know, should have the boys do a song for the playoff run. And it was like, funny you say that. Slide it right across the table. Look at that. <laughs> so, Those guys are great. It was a really quick turnaround time. Yeah, man, unbelievable. <laughs> really on it. What was yeah. that? I think they, didn't they come out like 2017, 2018 when you had that? When they, when it first came out, I the think? The first one was 2012. So that was, yeah, the 2012 playoff run. And then we re, it kind of like would resurge every time. Okay. The, the boys would get to the playoffs and, you know, then. You know, the normal would happen and we'd get all bummed out and, <laughs> and uh, you know, just say, I'm not going to watch the rest of the playoffs. And and then uh, this yeah. year we revamped it with the current stuff on it and got to watch it all the way to the end. So that was pretty badass. <laughs> so definitely a fun season. Yes, it well, was. At least end of season last year. Yeah. Well, it was very roller coasterish because we were way, way down there at the mm-hmm. come July, January first. But shit, it was worth that's it. That's not yeah. that's not anything you're not used to if you're a blues fan. Right. Like uh, our buddies at um, I'm gonna plug here. Icon and Ink made this shirt that said "Cautiously Optimistic Since 1969." <laughs> everywhere I would go out with that, it was such a great shirt. I bought like so many for like my friends and everything. And every time I was out, I'd have that on. And they're like, "Where did you get that? That is." the most accurate thing I've ever seen as a blues fan <laughs> because they're so tired of just being just bummed out, you know, like, especially oh when you look at the numbers and they really have good potential and it could add, you know, and to see it just kind of the stars align is, that's pretty badass. So do you think the race is on for somebody to write a Blackhawks or I mean, Black, what the Battle fuck? Hawks, really? Battle Hawks song? Uh, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think they'll have to uh, win a few more games if they uh, if they get there. So it's a pretty short season, isn't it? Uh, I like went to I went 12, to the game ten, games? ten or twelve because we're fi- I think we're half yeah I think we're halfway yeah, through. It's so it's three, three and two. Three and two. Yeah. So, so I, think, I mean, it was I had a blast if they come around the for se- for a, a second season, I think you guys definitely need to write a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, I I think our sports jingle days are, are <laughs> over. <laughs> But uh, very, very happy that we got to do uh, the one that we did and that uh, people, you know, seem to still give a shit about it. So it's, I fucking it's, love it's, it. It's, I it's, fucking love it. When, T- when Tony said when he first came in the night, when we first got in here, he's like, I got a song just for you. Uh, I and walked out of the studio and said, hey, the first one's for you. And he's like, huh? I don't know. <laughs> and as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, shit, I was fucking happier now. So it's definitely one of my favorite songs. That's awesome. Well, yeah, we haven't played it too often. We did... 
We did it Point Fest. Yeah, we played And that it was like Fest. the first time I think we'd ever played it at like a Point Fest. We'd done it at Pops maybe a couple times. We did but not it, too no, often. We did it at, we did it at uh, our last show at Pops. Right? Oh, I guess, sure. yeah, okay. Sure we, we I guess we did, yeah. So that was would have been February. That was a mm-hmm. couple years ago then. But yeah, and then there was debate of whether or not we played at the Point Fest thing, and we're like, ah, you know, we're really lucky to even be on this Point Fest, let alone the stage that we're on, so let's just throw whatever anybody right. might recognize out there and, and just hope for the best. Well, and really, I mean, really, you got to take advantage of when you're playing in town, it's your demographic, you know, and... Yeah, that's it, really the... I mean, that's really the only I mean, not playing it out of work. town makes sense, but in town... Yeah. I mean, we could do it to be assholes, but that's just usually. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us, Chicago. Here's this, yeah. this one's for you. <laughs> you know, like, Good night, Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> played, in, played in Dallas and see how well that one goes over. Yeet. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't want to get shanked. Right. All right, well, let's take a little breaky breaky because I know there are, if people don't follow you on social media at all, I. And we'll, I'll just tease it right now. There's a little bit of news. So when we come back, we'll talk about it after this. But first, we'll listen to some Brooke Royal. And, and I think, yeah, he's ready to push the button because my speakers keep going on and off. Beyond FM. Where the dicks hang out. Listen. Love. Promote. That's bad. You see the Uranus.
if you're gonna hit the ground So grab your things, don't stand around It's time to hear the sound the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM, live from Gaslight. Good evening. Our guest tonight is Brooke Royal, of course. And of course, that was Brooke Royal right there with Show Your Teeth. We just found out, definitely hockey song. Yes. And shit, that made me even happier. <laughs> a, lot people, a lot of people didn't know that. <laughs> and we, while we were talking on break, too, we found out that Al is a brand new hockey fan, so I wouldn't say brand new. Oh, I've okay. been into it. It's been about a year, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> he got to win his first first Stanley Cup. Yeah, so maybe should, that should was have been a fan like sooner. I should. Yeah. I should. I agree. Maybe totally. you're the reason. That's what I, I said. Like, yeah, I was saying last year I I went to six games, never nice. went to a losing game. Never. I was there for the 11th win against Toronto when they had that 2-0 lead, blew it, and then O'Reilly barred down in overtime. That was amazing. <laughs> Everybody would fucking ape shit that night. Oh, I, yeah, I was at, um, was it game five that we won at home? I, it was the loudest I've ever heard it in there. It was it was so awesome. Nobody st- like was sitting down for the last 10 minutes, and it was just roaring. It was so cool. To just a get to be at a Stanley Cup game that the Blues are in, right? And then have <laughs> win and like, God, it was so loud. I mean, it, it was like louder than a Monster Jam or something in there. It was just the decibels had to be like through the roof. It's amazing. <laughs> when was your first game, Tony? <laughs> See, how old am I? <laughs> you just had your birthday not too long ago, so you should remember my, this. Well, I'm 48, so it's been a my first game was a long time ago. I don't know, probably somewhere in the early 90s. It's yeah. my first game. We just found out Al's first game. What about yours, Jack? Oh, man. Um, I was probably seven. So. 54? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of years ago. A lot. I don't I, know. Man, I don't know. It would have been. Late 80s, early 90s. So, 
Probably, probably late eighties, I think, because my uncle Dennis was the accountant for a lot of the blues, so we would get tickets and oh, wow, and and stuff like that all the time. So, um, you know, he would let me go back and and get to see guys and stuff like that. So, as a little kid, it was just like, well, this is awesome, yeah, cool shit. <laughs> and it really smells back here. <laughs> <laughs> and my experience, I, I experienced a playoff heartbreak early. My first game was a playoff game against LA in '98, and so yeah. I ex- started experiencing the playoff shit around then. So, <laughs> so was Gretzky still with us? Uh, no, that was '96. Was it '96? Yeah. So it was like two seasons after, but it was still Holly. Holly was still around though. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Brown, all them boys. Yeah. Terzon. Come on, Al. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking French right yeah. now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a fake fan. It's all right. Are we just sitting around <laughs> naming Canadians and Russians or what? Right. Harold I'm pretty sure you're just making these guys Greg up. Greg Janey. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a quick Le update. Le Carpetron to Marriott. <laughs> Give you a quick update. Colt 55 just scored. with Clyde. <laughs> right. Colt just scored. They're up one nothing in the second, so. Really? Yeah. I, think I, got I, was... fo- I got my phone on silent. Otherwise, that shit would have been going off by now. Right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so educate the uneducated. Where'd you guys come up with the name? I, see, I was I was getting ready to quiz him and see it, <laughs> see how see if he could make a couple tries because I know what, what do you think Brooke Royal stands for? I'm saying it's got to stand for the Blues emblem, some way, shape, or form, That's or the colors at least. You are close though. It is a St. Louis reference, kinda, kinda. It is a street we used to practice on ah. in um, South County, and uh, we practiced on Brooke Royal Court and. Uh, when I uh, I left to play in a band in Little Rock for three years, and uh, that was kind of always like, this is going to be the name of the band. You know, when I come back, I'm going to, no, I just want to, you know, we've always talked about a big group of us getting together and what would happen if, if this guy from this band and this guy from this band all came together and uh, and made one one band uh, to, to really give a good swing at it and... Uh, and Brook Row was uh, the name that we uh, went with and, and went and figured it probably wasn't taken. So that was good, too, when you're going to LLC things. And so we did that. And uh, It's a very unique name. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was it was funny. You know, it was, you know, we figured Page Avenue would get us looked at funny. And <laughs> <laughs> some of the boys might be mad. But yeah. No, we went, we, we went with that. And. and uh and so that yeah, that's where it came from. We used to hear that people would steal the sign too, which was very flattering. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make me run down there and look for Brook Royal Court now. So, well, now at least off the test on Ferry and Mattis, yeah. you'll find it. <laughs> you got GPS now, so it's not yeah, too you hard. Get the Google Maps. Yeah. 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 Um, you guys started in 2005, but technically, I was out there in 2007. Correct. Yeah, um, I came home, I guess, well, it would have been right around 2006. I, stuff had already been kind of worked on, um, but uh, I, while I was in Little Rock, I kind of recorded most of the first demos to uh, to be able to come home and go kind of grab the guys, that, like, okay, here's, here's the vision, I, you know, I've always wanted to have you as a guitar player. Listen to this demo. Let me know what you think. And, you know, just kind of did that whole thing and, and, and all that. But I, our first show 
was we played not involved with the Battle for Point Fest, but we played before everybody just to, to play a show and then um, played the pop stage uh, right after that. And our guitar place at the time was also in 13 days and they had won and they played the main stage. So he had to like wheel his amp from the side all the way to the main stage and stuff. It was, it was pretty funny, but, but uh, yeah, that was, that was the start of, start of it all, I guess. And, and we just went out and promoted our asses off everywhere. So it was, uh, we'd walk around with a camera that wasn't even on just because people wanted to be on, on camera. <laughs> that's that's kind of <laughs> genius. And, uh, and we would go to haunted houses because new people wouldn't want to get out of line. And we were friends with some of the point people, so we wouldn't get told to go away. Mm-hmm. And we started handing out demos and flyers and talking to them on this camera that wasn't on. And you're not going to leave, or you know what I mean, because yeah. you don't want to lose your line at the darkness. So <laughs> we would just go up and down this line at 300 people, and then we'd go to the next one, and then we'd do the same thing. And then we'd come out the next night, do it again, and just nonstop there at malls, at, at just every single national show that we could get to, we were out there, like... All of us. And it wasn't like just two guys can make it. It was like, no, we have to have everybody be out there, talk to everyone, be as nice as possible. Just just get to know people and, you know, tell them how much you'd be appreciative that they would come to the show. And, and you know, slowly it went from, you know, here's, you know, friends and family and stuff that are at shows to recurring people that you've gotten to know from shows and then eventually you know it got to i have no idea who that person is but they're singing the words so this is this is pretty cool not that i'm like a complete expert on everything but one of the things that i kind of preach to people is that he, yeah, it's, like he is though yeah um that if you really want to think about it when you're a younger band now yeah you want to get your friends and family to go but that should not ever be considered your draw audience whenever you're approaching that you want to reach out to the people that don't know you because they'll, I, I, I don't know. I feel like once you grab them, then you're really going to develop an audience. Yeah. I mean, that's um, when you like, I, when you start out and you're doing like your own um, headlining shows and things like that, or you're playing with another lo- uh, local band and things like that. It's um, you know, at the very beginning, Really, the only people you have to sell to are your family and friends. So where you really start making that is if you if you bust your ass and get good enough tickets, Pops is badass, and they, and they will give you opportunities to open for nationals. And that's where you really need to kill it because that's somebody else's draw that they don't, you know, they have no idea who you are. They don't care. You've got 30 minutes to make them go buy merch, and, and that's it. And, you, you know, we would try to – we would look at every show that we would get that type of opportunity as – Make sure when you're done playing that everybody in the room knows who you are and, and, and just and then hang out after and meet as many people as you can. And, you know, hopefully there's another show already lined up and, and you can just say, well, we're going to be back here. And, you know, we you know, that's that that was the big thing to, to capitalize on the opportunities that you have to to really, uh, you know, throw down when, you know, people didn't come to see your band. They they're coming to see this this national headliner and you've got to. Try to you know make enough waves to to get them to remember you. So we just I don't know we went went pretty hard as as hard as we could I guess you know and and that's Alan and I you know we came up he was in another band at the time and it it was really cool to see like there was a 
a healthy competition between us, but it wasn't, it wasn't like there was, bro, there was no competition between us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna put that out there. Like we had nothing on you guys, but we saw what, but I mean, yeah, we saw what Procore was doing. We're like, Oh, well, you know, that's, that's what you do. That's how you do it. You know? And if, if, uh, you know, I, we hadn't paid attention, you know, I, you know, I don't think we'd be playing together today. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's true, and that's very nice of you to say. But uh, yeah, at the same time, it was I love always you. <laughs> prove it. Um, but uh, it's turning into a whole new show. It is. Right. Okay. Are there cameras in here? Put the lights down. <laughs> um, you need us to step out. We for a both minute? looked oh, yeah. around the room like it was actually. <laughs> <happy. laughs> well, I was going to take off my pants, but yeah, you know, I don't want to make anybody feel. But yeah, too the hustle. Awkward. The hustle was such a, a a a thing that you have to see. You know, it was monkey see, monkey do. At least, for yeah, me. definitely. I mean, that that really is what it, what it felt like too. Like, um, where you, you take like a, a fantastic band, Fivefold, when they first started playing with us, they were opening, and then through the thing, you just watched them progress and get right to direct support, and then headlining on their own and stuff like that. You know, that was like probably one of the best examples of watching the hustle and just busting ass, and they were they were killing it. I mean, just you know, it was it was. It was cool to see because the scene, you know, like I say, healthy competition. It was just like, oh, who's going to sell the most tickets? Right. Who's going to do this and and stuff like that? And w- we would have meetings where we would like buy bands dinner, tell everybody here's you know here's what's going on. All of our names are on this poster. This is this is you know uh, uh, a full full machine. It's not just one band. It's, yeah. it's, it's all this is about St. Louis and. So here's the dates of the national shows that we have. We would love for you guys to come out and be with us, that sell tickets, pass out flyers, do all that stuff. And that's how we ended up becoming so tight with those bands because we were promoting all the time. And it was just so much fun because you're sitting there being goofballs and you're, you're drinking beers and talking to people and hanging out and, and promoting. And it really helped, I think, um, build the scene to become better friends with each other because we were just constantly out there together doing, you know, whatever – whatever beat the streets kind of promotions we could do. Cause that's really all we had at the time. So it's, you know, just be seen. I think Tony, you've mentioned that a number of times. That's something like a lot of bands don't do nowadays. Like be, have that beat the streets mentality. They do not so. because they've gotten lazy with Facebook, YouTube, et Instagram. Yeah. It, it's it, yes, it's easy, but you still want to make that face to face connection with your audience. That way they get something personal with you. Yeah, I mean, I if, it, it, in your hometown, you have to. And, and, and I think that's a big part of what, um, just how the St. Louis music scene has been. It's always been a huge walk-up crowd. Um, and <clears throat> I get it that, like, the social media and all that stuff is great, you know, and it can get you out there in markets that you would never have been able to get to. But at the same time, um, you know, if you, you really want to build numbers in your in your hometown, if you can, and... and um, you know, you, it, it's, it's one thing to just kind of put out a promoted, um, post or, or things like that, but it's, it's just, it's, it makes such a world of difference when you, you're just getting face to face. And that's pretty much with any sales. Cause that's, that's what I do is, you know, my normal job is that is I can send an email all day, but the guy's going to respect it 10 times if I'm more, if I'm just knocking on the door and I finally get to meet him and, and things like that. So there's like, okay, that's, you know, it's a little bit more real. I guess you could say. You, you correct me up, by the way, when you said you were out of the darkness handing out like demos and stuff like that? Yep, because we knew they couldn't get out of line. <laughs> yeah. and, That's genius. And so, That's awesome. That is awesome. So you get a line of three or 400 people yeah. that won't be able to move. Right. And they, anybody that sees somebody with a camera, 
assumes what's going on. Oh, hey, you know, we're the band Brook Royal, recording stuff. This is all, don't worry, we'll blow out your face if you're not cool with it, you know, something like that, you know, and stuff like that. And then just like, here's our music. Here's, you know, because we, we created these things called CD flyers, and this is going to mm. date us a little bit, but uh, we, had done, we, we had I done, handed out cassette tapes, buddy. So. <laughs> we had done, we, you know, we did CD flyers that, that was, um, you know, back when, when, when the cars had, uh, had the CDs or whatever, but it was, if you hand out a flyer, it's, you know, Mitch Hedberg said it's, said it best. It's like, here, you throw this away. But if you hand somebody... <laughs> If you hand somebody a CD, they're probably going to just stick it in their back pocket. And that, I mean, and you're just giving out your, your music, you know, for free. It's might as well get it out there. I mean, we recorded the first little demos that we did was partially with mine and, and uh, of my stuff and the vocals using a mic at the point studio. And that was that was the first three songs that we gave away for free that were reasonable quality. And uh, and so it was just like, hey, all right, just get a black and silver CD, put the name of the band on it with whatever the show is, and there's going to be no sleeves with it. Just here you go. And oh, you guys it, didn't even have sleeves for Nope. Them. It was cheaper nice. to just get the big log of them, yeah. and we'd get as many as we could afford and and just hand them out absolutely everywhere. And you yeah. like the difference of seeing paper mm-hmm. flyers on the ground to CDs was probably 100 to 1, because it, <laughs> yeah. you know, right. it was just like, man, you know, we're not really helping the environment handing out this expensive trash, so right. we're going to start handing out CDs. You, <laughs> just you killed me again with the Mitch Hedberg quote, so I had to give you props <laughs> for that. That yeah. was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, that's, it's 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah. So, Al, you said you came from another band. What lots band, of bands. Okay, so <laughs> lots of bands. What band was the most recent one that you came from? The, uh, Jack Alp. <laughs> Most recent one. We're trying to get you to talk here. Yeah, I know. I can talk. I can talk, man. Fivefold. Uh, yeah, fivefold. I guess. Killer me, most, killer you. Yeah. Uh, Monster Sorry. East Manhattan. Monster East Manhattan. What was before that? Just to mention, uh, we play all those bands on Beyond FM twenty four seven. Oh, yes, great. We do. Yes, we do. It's not yes. many bands in St. Louis. Al hasn't played yeah. with. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, a and he doesn't have an attitude so, or anything. You know, what I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. It, I don't want no, to be misconstrued. Wow, no. that guy's hard to work with. <laughs> I, take it easy, Axel. I take no credit for any of the success that any of the bands that I'm in have. I am a. He's the go-to. Everybody wants. I was, I was telling Jack earlier that I have an excellent grip and I am a expert coattail rider. <laughs> <laughs> I can just, I'll show up. He's and, one of the best musicians I've ever played with, and so is Benny. There was no question when we had lost our guitarist and our bass player at the same time. The immediately. David Bond and I all were, you got to get Coretta, you got to get Benny. Let's see if they'll do it. And we're like, sweet. First people we asked said yes. So <laughs> we're like, that makes it real easy. <laughs> I was yeah. just getting ready to ask, too. Like, how did you come in, come into the fold, basically, with uh, Brooke Royal then? Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I've known Jack and the rest of the guys, you know, all the past members forever. Over, I mean, whenever, over a decade, for sure. My, my first band ever, uh, The New Translation plug mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's probably not even online anywhere anymore but um it's on myspace is it yeah probably we still, <laughs> we still really probably have bots shit. going with uh whatever <laughs> reverb nation and all that <laughs> but um uh you know we had met through just playing at pops i think yeah and um you know that was really it i mean we we, we kind of just watched what brook royal was doing and tried to do the same thing Except for we weren't as good, so I don't know about that. I don't think, yeah, that, I, band, that band was bad. I agree. <laughs> I agree with me. So anyway, uh, you know, years pass. I go through however many bands, and you know, I just enjoy playing. So like, if anybody needed something, you know, people would be like, "Hey, Al shows up and he doesn't show up drunk." So 
he's a bass player. Like, <laughs> he plays more than one string. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's literally the only qualification for some of these rock groups. Is just hey, um, you play more than one string. Right. And you don't drink. And you're right? Good. Can, you, can you tune your bass? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're hired. Yeah. So, um, I guess I had built kind of a reputation in that sense of just kind of coming in whenever somebody needed something. And then uh, one day I got a call from Bon, I think, and he was like, "Hey, man, wait, what are you doing?" I was like, "I." eat dinner and he's like do you want to play bass i was like sure and he's like great the show's in a month i was like oh my god okay <laughs> so that's really how it went i mean i would never say no to these guys i mean i love them like brothers and really respect them and you know i've always looked up to them as musicians so that's it's a big help too that like how how well we had known each other already and then the fact that that um with maddie and and al are just insanely talented so it was just like we know they can handle the gig we already love them let's just hope they'll do it and so yeah. it was just like all right and thankfully they did so yeah. you got a, already a good repertoire with them so it is like pretty easy yeah to yeah because yeah. i mean it's 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 we had hung out so much that it was you're like this is gonna work you know i mean there's no question it's like there's not there's not an audition process at all if you want to do it it's yours like please say yes and yeah. and they did so yeah, then I show up to rehearsal and all we do is talk in movie quotes. I was like, this is my home. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Pretty much. Yeah. We're pretty bad with that. It's really bad. A lot of people are. You don't do like band practice. You guys are just like sitting there quoting movies back and forth. Yeah, yeah. real bad. It's it, Well, it was also hard too because it took us so long with writing uh, stuff that we would go in between without seeing each other that we wouldn't get a whole lot of work done because you'd just be like, yeah. oh, you missed them. So you're like hanging out and having a good time yeah. and being an idiot and just being like, <laughs> all right, let's drink some more bush. And, and you know, and then next thing we know, like, well, we got kind of a verse done. Like, wow, that was four hours that I had a great time. though. Right, right. <laughs> and I think the ribs are done. <laughs> right. If anybody doesn't know, Matt Betty makes the most delicious ribs on uh, the face of the planet. He's he's quite a chef no question yes that sounds delicious he's a meat master why isn't he here tonight he could have brought some food <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's uh he's got his kiddo's birthday coming up so he's doing a lot of a lot of prep for the little one so yeah that's where that's where he is so s- speaking of songwriting and this and that uh if you're watching uh, you guys on social media and stuff like that the rumor has it that you guys have the vocals done? Ninety-eight percent done. I'd say. Yes. Um, probably only going to need about another hour to get the vocals done, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's very very close. Uh, it's been a very long time coming um, for us. 2019 was a very difficult year um, for all of us with uh, personal loss and things like mm-hmm. that. So um, it became difficult to write and uh kind of seemed like it was never going to happen and we were you know we would sit there and talk and and just be like all right you know are are we going to be able to get this done um you know there's no question the people in the room have the ability to do so it's just let's execute it you know and 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 all of that and we kind of took a little bit more of a relaxed approach to it, and it became too relaxed. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that well, kind of was a damper on things yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah, mix you know that with just you know 
stuff that we had to go through last year. You yeah. Know? It's kind of hard to find the heart, you know? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, it, it's, we had, we had recorded with Matt Amalong and he mm-hmm. passed away. And then there was a couple other people that had passed away as well. Uh, that were very, very close to us, of course. And, and, uh, and so it's, 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 it's just so difficult when things like that happen. And it's, you know, it's, you know, we, and we all knew, you know, it's, this is, this is, this is stuff that happened out of our control, but now we're recording. We are back and encapsulated, um, recording with uh, Dan Marcella, and it's been, I think I've laughed more than I sang, because we're <laughs> just, right. just being goofballs and Dan's one of our best friends from forever, and you Who know, is also it's, great it's, with the movie quotes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and it's, you know, it's, he's definitely made it more comfortable, because it was a little weird walking in at first, and I'm like, oh man, am I going to get bummed out, because I miss, I miss Amalong and, and all of this, but... He's such a good dude, and 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 everybody was so jazzed about the the new music that it really, it just kind of flowed really well. And it's it's. Uh, I told Dan the other day that um, it's this has been some of the most fun I've had recording in a really really long time. Just because it's just so much fun being in there, like with friends. The stuff sounding incredible. We're doing something. The evolution of this band with with Al and and Matt, and it has become something I. I never thought we'd be capable of doing just the songwriting and just ideas. And, and, and there's so many, so many options of, of what we can write. Cause he's a fantastic songwriter. Matt's a fantastic songwriter. David is bond is, and, and we're all just throwing out stuff and yeah. it's not like there's too many chiefs in the room. It's just like, fuck it. Let's try it. You know, let's, let's, let's see what happens. And, and, you know, that's not typically how we had done things in the past before uh, those boys had been in the band. It was more of, hey, boys, here's the demo. Let me know if you want to use it. And, and then we'd go into the studio and, and do it. And so this has just been kind of um, a different process. But at the same time, it's now that we're like in the studio and doing it, it's, it's just so much fun to, to hear. And we're so close to it being done. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I don't know what people are going to think about it, but like, I, I, I think it should be fairly obvious that it's, it's just a much more mature band. Um, musically, certainly not <laughs> personalities. Cause I will laugh at a fart joke every single time, but, <laughs> but or I'm, just I, a fart or yeah, 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 that's true too. But just the music itself, uh, it, it you can really tell that, we're not worried about labels. We're not worried about what management is saying. We're not worried. We're just playing music because we love our friends. And that's, well, that's it, really the end. I think that everyone's going to like it just from that description right there. I mean, it's... Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it can, it can, you can fall into that where you're, you say, yeah. well, I'm not going to write for them. And then the next thing you know, well, this guy from Capitol Records said to write, you know, write a ballad. <laughs> well, he hasn't signed us. He's not giving us any money. But well, I guess we will, you know. And, and then you're kind of like, well, this, this sucks. This is why I wanted to play music. And... You know, that's one of the most deflating things in the world to have happen where you start hating something that's such a big part of you. So like for us, for me personally, it feels that way. Like I get goosebumps talking about it. Like just just (laughs) being like in the studio with with those four guys and then five, including with Dan, it's 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 like, man, this is what we were supposed to be fucking doing for the last six years that we just kind of fell into whatever the hell it was and, and just started getting messed up with the cog and chewed up and spit out by it and, and all that. It's like, this is, this is way less stress. Like it's just fun. It's, it's just music. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I can describe yeah, it. <laughs> well, and I think it's going to be something special that it's 
coming to you organically and not you're pushing to do certain things definitely yeah we certainly didn't push <laughs> yeah. it took about two years of riding we weren't we weren't pushing too hard it yeah. was about pushing like a glacier yeah but it, now but once okay. we're in the studio and we've got you know stuff rolling um it's it really is just starting to you know pour out of us and 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 just see you know wow okay i didn't know this is what this song was going to end up sounding like yeah. And I was kind of uncertain even going in to be like, well, okay, that seems to be the one that's the most done. Let's, let's just go ahead and see what happens. And you, you get in, get, when you start digging into it, it's just like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we're, right now we're at the point where, like you, know, like you said, the vocals are basically done. But there are so many layers upon layers of things that we could potentially do that, like, you know, I noticed it the other day when we were in there. It was just you're sitting down, everybody's around you, and you know, Jack, you're recording vocals and we're all sitting there like, Oh, what if we do this here? What if we do that there? It's like, there's just sparks going everywhere trying to figure out like, what can we, what, what's cool. Let's yeah. make this cool. Yeah. Is that cool? Let's do that. That's cool. So a little more gravy on top. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not even just like from a production perspective, but just like a, Hey, like this is fun. Let's make this more rad. We can keep bouncing ideas off of one another. And like that just reaction just makes it all yeah. more better. It's like Dan pulls back when we're uh, putting too much crap in the stew, you know, right, like, right. because we'll just keep going. <laughs> so yeah. eight part harmonies. Oh yeah, we did that. <laughs> that. That was just kind of like a, a joke. I don't know if Dan's going to end up, I bet he weasels it in somewhere he just to bury it. Just, just, <laughs> just to piss off Bob. We did one thing. And it was just one word. It was reaching out, but with an eight part harmony on it, it sounds like a jingle. Like you're, like you're yeah. going to a rehab facility or something, you know? And you're just like, Hey, thanks for coming to reaching out. Reaching out. Like, and, and it sounded like that, but just, you know, have a whole choir. And uh, that sounds like something we could use for like a liner or something for us. Yeah, you send that over to us. We could use that for sure. <laughs> I will definitely have a clip of it. I'm, I have a feeling we're going to end up probably like making a rap beat or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's it is so ridiculous. We just kept adding and adding and adding. And then we're like, hey, let's go back to what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my my side hurts. I was laughing so hard though doing that. It was so funny. Yeah. So do we have a target date for release? Yeah. Um, one more day in the studio for, well, not even one more day, uh, one more hour in the studio for the vocals to get that done. Then we're going to do some color stuff, which is all the, you know, the shakers and all that, all that goofy stuff. Um, so I, I mean, I bet it, you, what'd you think? Like six weeks? Maybe I would say conservatively like eight weeks, depending. I mean, we, we just got some, some. You know, eyes to die, tease to cross. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, we want to make sure it's taking this long. We want, we definitely want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, you might as well right. take in a couple more months. It don't even matter. Right, right. And long. just yeah. make sure it's exactly the way that so, that we're wanting. So don't hold us to it. <laughs> we did take a long time just to get these things into yeah. the studio. So, okay, so we if, can we can say end of summer. And end of summer for sure. sounds good to me. Probably, <laughs> probably the beginning of summer. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's it's very very close. So, you know. Then we'll have to figure out when we're going to play, where we're going to play, and well, I can tell you right now, we'll probably play pops. So I mean, <laughs> that's almost a given. So yeah. um, that's just been the home for the last, I don't know, a bunch Ever. of years. <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> Two decades. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's a fine establishment for sure. They take it. very very good care it of is. us, and, and uh, we love the hell out of them for it. So it's you know, there's a big big part of 
how we were able to bring in the numbers was because they let us run shows the way we wanted to and things like that and do $5 tickets and, mm -hmm. you know, little, little crap like that. So thanks, Rich and Mark. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time because they're going to kick us out here in a few. No. But I do thank you guys for taking time out and updating everyone on the progress of new stuff and talking some hockey. And I'm always down for that. <laughs> and if you guys want, whenever you're ready to come in and premiere the new stuff, um, my doors are open. You will get you it. We, do we it appreciate you it. having us very much and um, look forward to uh, – Getting this new stuff out and, and getting to play live again. <laughs> that's that's really, it seems like it's been forever. So, I'm ready. Yeah. And thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys coming. And uh, just to remind everybody that we do have a 24-hour internet radio station called Beyond FM 24-7. Uh, if you need any of the details, just feel free to go to our Facebook page. Or the easiest way would be to go to beyondfm.net. And... Uh, Right on the home page, there's a little player. Bam, you're in. And we play everything STL region, all genres, 24 hours a day. Don't forget this Thursday, because I know you always forget, and Jeff's going to love me for it. Talking dollars with 10 cents and me. Yep. Uh, we have the Broken Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. No? Oh, he's shaking. Oh, oh shit. We were misinformed. We were misinformed. It comes in waves. Okay, we have income. It comes in waves, and I think Rob uh, is missing. Or yeah, he's missing. Yeah, Rob's he's kidnapped. Not, he's not going to be in that night. Rob has been kidnapped. Yes, he has been kidnapped. So That's it's going to be two thirds of it comes in waves. Two thirds. I mean, two, two thirds. thirds of it comes in waves this Thursday on Beyond FM with Talking Dollars for ten cents. Okay. So, and we're not sure who's going to be on the living room yet. No, not yet. Okay. And that's on Sunday nights from 7 to 9. And I do apologize for all the confusion because we are switching over to a new provider for our station. But we will let you know what what area you can find that at. Actually, for the living room, if you want to repeat this. Okay. Because you can't hear me. But we are... Uh, Tree One Four is playing a show at Broadway Oyster Bar with Monk and the People. Oh, that'd be cool. To try to interview Monk and the People. And nice. For the living room. Okay, so Friday night, Tree One Four is going to be playing the Broadway Oyster Bar with Monk and the People. Now, if you don't know this, Brad Miller beats the host, well, co-host of the living room, <laughs> <laughs> is the guitar player and. Slash singer for three one four. He's the real talent of the show because the va the vacuum talent that is Jeff Nichols ain't <laughs> shit. So. That dude fucking cracks me up, man. He could just sit there and be stupid the whole show, and I I would love it. I don't care. I mean, you know, granted, we're kind of relaxed here, and mm. we're not all super radio supreme. Well, you're a little bit, but I have to be. You have to. Be. You get paid to do it, and you know. And I've done it enough where I just don't give a fuck because I tried to do everything technically by the book, and I still didn't get hired, so I don't care. So now I'm just going to be me. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, yeah. So tune into that living room seven to nine Sunday nights, and Monk is going to be our guest hopefully this week, and then. The next three weeks of Beyond FM from Gaslight are all lined up. Um, see, it's what today's 
the ninth. So the thirteenth. Man, I'm drawing a blank. Who the hell's coming next week? God damn it. Now you make me look it up. <laughs> oh, I oh Outrun the Fall. Hey. Oh, there you go. Okay. So next week's Outrun the Fall. Um, the week after that, which would and they will be will be um, and they rise. It's weird that. And if, if you guys don't know who and they rise are, you will know. It, <laughs> you want to do you want to take over for T Bone? You want to yeah. be the new leader of Beyond FM? Because yeah. Jesus Christ, you know more than he does right I now about our own fucking about it show. Right. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> And then on the 30th, we will have Aerosmith. The, the 45. <laughs> Aerosmith. Yeah. Aerosmith's coming. That'd be awesome. And if rumor only, has it we're going to try to try to get it to where the 45 can perform, possibly. So we will see nice. if we can make that work. And that's about three, if we can get it, the Dead Roses to perform, I'm pretty sure we can get the 45s to perform. Well, they want to bring like drums and stuff, and we don't really want to do the full enchilada we want to strip down we want you to be pure so that's the way it is yeah <laughs> Jack's cracking up for some reason nothing I was just gonna throw in never mind go for it go for <laughs> it go for no, it no, no, too late now the moment's gone <laughs> <laughs> alright but we'll get out of here and of course we'll leave you some more Brook Royal and um, yeah and thank you guys once again for coming in thank you for coming thank in thank you again. for having thank us you. And uh, this is Closer on Beyond FM. Bye. Start making local music famous. Yeah, that's right. Beyond FM.
Beyond FM. Listen, love, promote. It's a